Uh, hi, this is Neil Mahoney, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. I don't know. If this going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potato. Neil, oh, Out here, just a little bit oh, strange, but Uh, did someone drop did someone drop something towards the end there? I heard I heard a thud. Uh, that was a cat getting down. No, <laughs> nice. Uh, this thanks for tuning in to Jonah Radio. Uh, Dio uh, can't make it because uh, he's he's uh, fighting the good fight, uh, uh, mm-hmm. making sure everyone in hell uh, comes down with COVID nineteen symptoms. Cash Hartzell is here. Oh, and clear. Got my results back, folks. I know everybody was wor- was worried about that. Hey, right As on. of last week. But that so you tested you, positive for negative. I tested positive for negative, man. You you, you but the, the you tested positive for it being negative negatively, uh, which means it's positive news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I put those negative test results right on the fridge, mm-hmm. held up by magnets. It's like uh, I got an A on a test. Of not dying, yeah. Uh, and, and then Neil Neil Mahoney's here. Neil, how's it going? I'm going good. My, my cowboy hat arrived. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, we gotta we gotta get to this. It's not right a cowboy up. hat. It's not a cowboy hat. Yeah, it's it made of wool. It's it can't be. A, there's no wool cowboy hats. It's a Stetson. It doesn't matter. It's like it's like Nike makes you know uh, basketball shoes, but they also make loafers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like true. it's like you when you you just like when you're wearing like loafers, you're not you, like you go, ah, oh, look at my basketball shoes. You're like, no, no. You know in Australia like, they call them basketball boots. Don't well, yeah, because they get this with the most interesting trivia I've never heard. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, there was an interview with ACDC, and uh, Malcolm was talking about his basketball boots. Oh, ACDC, they never wore hats. Back to your hat, Neil. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you talking about Brian Johnson? Well, we have to wear a hat. Oh, he did wear a hat. Okay. Um, uh, back to yours, though. So so it's not a straw hat. That's what I think of when I think of a cowboy hat, is like a light yeah. sort of weave. No, not no, just no. a weave. It's a leather. A cowboy hat is leather because it needs to hold water because they can – that's why the 10-gallon hat. Cowboy hat needs to be able to like uh, withstand the elements of the West, and so you need to be able to scoop up water in your hat. <laughs> so could you scoop up water in this wool hat of yours, Neil? Yeah. Yeah? Well, the water stay in. <clears throat> water repellent and 100% wool. Stetson Crushable, and it's the model name is an Explorer. Oh, it, well, okay. So it's it's an outdoor hat, at least. It's from the way you were describing it, I thought it was like a Sherlock Holmes stalker or something like that. No, no, no. It's, okay. Well, it's this isn't a cowboy hat. This is like a this is a Don Draper hat. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> I, I th- the thing that we we've always under under realized about our podcast is confronting Neil and changing his mind just results in like uh, a wet balloon getting <laughs> like there's no there's no excitement it's just it runs out of air and falls limp <laughs> we're never gonna get the defeat we want because he's figured out how to take that away from us <laughs> yeah punch me if you want I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're just gonna hurt your hand. Yeah. Do, you, do you mean a, a water balloon or a, a wet balloon? Uh, I was I was thinking of like a balloon covered in water that, uh, but not popped. It's been let go. You know what I'm saying? It just gets everybody wet and upset. Oh, as that goes all over the world. I'm uh, yeah. I've got a lot of metaphors going in my life recently. Ne- uh, why? What other metaphors? <laughs> It's it's not metaphor. I, I well, my wife has has been out of town. One of the reasons uh, we got tested was that she uh, uh, so she could go visit my nieces and uh, my mm-hmm. my folks and stuff up north, and it was uh, great. Uh, but I'm starting to get a taste of the Neil life of like not talking to anyone and overthinking everything. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of comparing of the people walking down my street to like, oh, they're just lost wheat germ in the wind with no one to nowhere to go. And I was like, what does that even mean? You've never been to a wheat field, but you know, you get lost in the metaphor. I, I, I have a, uh, I've always had the strong belief that the first time I'll ever be in a wheat field is, uh, just to, uh, shoot, uh, a scene, uh, where I'm, uh, grazing my hands along the wheat, uh, as the sun sets <laughs> in the background. <laughs> It, and it's probably it may be some sort of uh, in the context it may be like a digital heaven that you've escaped to that you'll probably get to the fake wheat fields before we get to a real one. <laughs> Boy, what? Like I said, way <laughs> too much, too much metaphor. I think you mean way too much weed, Cash. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I. The, you get you go out there, you you smoke some metaphor, man. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe you get some good shit. You get some <clears throat> similes in there. Now, Neil, I'm looking at this hat, the picture you sent. Um, what, what, now, did you expect the brim to be bigger? Is that why you were calling it a cowboy hat? Uh, yeah, but, you know, I just got the cheapest one. Okay. It's, it's not a bad-looking hat. It no, looks that's, like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's it looks not, like the hat the Captain Von Trapp puts on right before they escape over the hills in, in Switzerland at the end of Sound of Music. Yeah. Like, it's more of an alpine mine, mountain climbing hat. Than anything else, yeah, yes, it would. Lederhosen would go well with it. Yeah, if you guys, you guys have seen that picture of me in Lederhosen, right? As a child, <laughs> yeah, when I was a toddler. Is that the one you yes. usually put into the the background of uh, episodes yeah. of Drunk History? Uh, no, that one was a different one where I was wearing white jeans at the beach. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, I, I was just thinking of, um, Jonah, you remember the Storch, uh, episode we did of Web Soup? Uh, yeah, the whole, that was a Storch special, the, the fake Storch 420. Special. We like, cause when G4 made us do a 420 special and we didn't want to, so we just made up a drug and did a special about that. Yeah. And we, th- there was a, it was Rob Delaney. He, yeah. he hosted parts of the special and there was like a, I don't know if it was like a time life documentary about the history of Storch. Um, and I got assigned to like help make that package. Mm-hmm. And we needed a bunch of vintage photos. 
And my grandfather had died and we had a bunch of photos from his memorial on my laptop. So I just signed a release and put them all, gave them all to the graphics guy. And so there's a ton of photos of my uncles uh, from the 70s doing a fake drug up on the Internet somewhere. I I just showed one of my uncles. I don't think it's anywhere on the Internet, is it? (laughs) Well, I'm sure it'll be on Peacock soon. But what did your uncle say? Uh, he was, he was, he was the most straight laced one. He's kind of a Christian now. So, uh, he, he was like, that's, that's, that's cool. He's not really into it. The, the one that would have been really into it is the dead one. Ain't it always the way. Yeah. Every yeah. Time. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, we did a sketch on uh web soup once too, where there, uh, we had, we carved out, uh, watermelons and put them on as, uh, the heads of people. And, um, and, uh, just recently two people robbed a store, but to, uh, cover their faces, they hollowed out watermelons. watermelons? Yeah. And put eye holes in it. Just wow. like, yeah. Isn't that weird? That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. You invent, you influenced a whole generation of scumbags. Yes. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were, maybe they are they scumbags or were they trying to maybe get some food for their family? You fuck. Well, maybe they could have eaten the watermelons instead of using them to commit crimes. They're not in season. <laughs> good point. Good point. There's yeah. probably underdeveloped watermelons. Yeah, I, mean, I got this picture of Neil on my screen staring at me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna minimize that. I'm gonna, minim- <laughs> I'm gonna minimize Neil. Something I've been trying to do, trying to do in my life. Well, uh, <laughs> social distancing has helped. Yeah, you got it, brother. Uh, <laughs> uh well we're gonna take a break uh that that's a good that's a good uh preamble chit chat um yeah uh we're gonna uh we're gonna go into an ad right cash yeah let's do an ad and then uh let's we're, let's we're go into a song. a song yeah go um play uh you know what play that uh that uh jeff rosenstock track jeff rosenstock just dropped a new album all of a sudden and it's great so uh post that Okay, uh, but first, this. Hey, everybody, it's Cash coming to you to talk to you about Harry's. Harry's razors. Well, times are tough right now, and Harry's is still here to help you look your best while saving you a little cash along the way. Uh, are you locked up at home? You got a little beard going? Well, now's the best time to grab some Harry's. And shave that on down. Give yourself a trim and a cut. America may be opening up. Uh, or not. Stay home. That's my advice. But, uh, you know, if you're out there wearing a mask, I have to say uh, a little shave helps. Uh, I've been wearing a mask uh, working at a grocery store and I do need to shave. I normally have a pretty big beard, but I've been getting it down so I can breathe easier. And Harry's been helping me with that. Uh, Harry's is a return to the essential quality, durable blades for a fair price, just $2 per blade. They've cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And in this particularly challenging time, feel a little bit of 
better about your purchase. 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping people provide access to better health care for men and veterans. And to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Listeners of this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, a rich lather shave gel to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash Jonah to start shaving better today. That's harrys.com slash Jonah. Go back to the old drop to the thing you tell yourself you've gotten through but it's just been a way Try not to sweat off the glue Cause the body wants to do things that the body wants to do It's a shell coated in candy for the ground the waits for you Rip your friends off right anew Claim it's indelible truth. Play the victim, be a shit. And throw the blame at anyone coming for you. Cause the brain's gonna do things that the brain's gonna do. I'm the worst kind of person, and I'm Shape shift, sit tuck, you'll black on as you wait to 
great song. That was uh, it was Jeff Rosensock. Yeah, has a new album out, and it is fantastic. Um, it's going to be tricky to play live. He's got to switch guitars. <laughs> I think uh, I think he also has to like all of a sudden play the drums too and the bass. Probably that's crazy. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, it is that time of the show where we get into the whys and whos of the wheres and woos in a segment we call. A music news. Yeah, buddy. Whoa, Cash, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Just look at your waves. You got cops coming at you. That's how loud you're screaming. Yeah. Um, close that up a little bit. Oh, you got the real one? Well, it just has more punch, don't it? Yeah, it does. I was trying to find some <laughs> some like hip hop person that had sampled it, but I have not found that yet. Did you Did you try, or did you just think about it? No, I did. I I went. To, we were just talking. Is it is there a uh, like a search engine for samples? Neil and I thought maybe there might be, but <clears throat> like you oh. could list. No, okay. you know who could maybe uh, uh, who would be good for using that is uh, Wu Tang Clan. You guys like the Wu-Tang Clan. Everyone loves the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah, they um, wrote a song about me. Uh, they, are, uh, they are selling Protect Your Hands sanitizer. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> well, your hands are connected to your neck, so I, I get it. Well, I mean, not, yeah, not uh, direct, but yeah. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, they're, 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 um, it's an all natural plant-based vegan hand sanitizer. And it's a combination between Riza's lifestyle brand, 36 chambers and the skincare company, Jusu. Um, it protect your hands will set you back $28, but for every purchase, 36 chambers will donate another bottle to the Ottawa mission foundation and other homeless shelters in Canada. That, that's cool. Huh. Canada. Yeah. Why Canada? I, that's, uh, I mean, great. Maybe that's where the company is based out of? The Jusu company, maybe? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Wu Tang does feel, it does feel like Wu Tang would know a lot about tax shelters. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the taxes are much higher in Canada. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're also um, for the people, so they got to get up there and uh, get some of that socialized healthcare as well. That's true. Um, another thing, another, uh, a lot of these bands are taking advantage of, um, you know, uh, health precautions and Devo are selling, you know, their, uh, the energy domes, those kind of tiered red hats that they would wear. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. they, uh, they're making those, but their energy dome face shields. So it's the energy dome on top of the head and then, uh, a clear plastic face shield to go over your face with the Devo logo. Um, kind of stenciled on there on the side. So that's another thing you can do if you want to show everyone that uh, that you're a real fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think they need to carry it to the next exponential le- level and use it like Legos. So you could like you could you could snap stuff in there that you need to help. So you got the face mask, you got your Lego looking energy dome thing. And then, like maybe like some antlers, you can carry groceries up there or something like that. Like accessorize the whole thing. Like make make Devo a lifestyle brand besides Devolution, which is also 
<laughs> oh, cash. Your your metamorphosis. Uh, you're no, sorry, your metaphors. <laughs> uh, metamorphosis works. I'll end up as a cock. Yeah. um but uh i you know i've been going uh i i I like watching any anything i could find um and one of the things that they have on um amazon video right now is like uh like that i forget what it's called but it's like the collection of all like devos like uh you know music videos or any of the stuff of all their kind of art films and stuff like that it's really really great it's a lot of fun to watch archive sort of thing yeah, I stumbled. Yeah, like, I stumbled across Jack Black has a YouTube channel that, that, where he talks about video games, and he did he did one with, with, with the new Tony Hawk that's coming out. Oh wow! Or, or the the revamp ones. But he's he's at Tony's skate park with him, Steve Caballero, a bunch of other skaters, and then they go to fucking Mark Mothersbaugh's and jam. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's cool. That's all right. Did what you guys play? Uh, Freedom of Choice, I think. Oh, nice. You see Tony Hawk landed another 900 at age 48. Yeah, yeah but did you see his, like, like, I don't know if it was like he was had been trying it all day. Because, like, right when he, like, lands the 900, he gets up and just starts, like, whipping his, like, the you know, his uh, pads and helmet off. And he looks very upset. And it's like... Um, I think it was uh, Alex Jacobs who like tweeted it was saying like uh it's like uh this guy's really getting tired of everyone requesting the same song over and over again. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I Tony, Tony Hawk's nine hundred is uh people going uh you know, going uh like yelling Freebird. It's just he goes, Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, I read it as like spiking it, like I'm so fucking done, like I did it. But yeah, it does. It does look like it does look like an exhausted man at the end of God. What's a one hit wonder, guys? My metaphors. Mm, more coffee. <laughs> okay, um, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie Hale, uh, LZZ Cash. Is that another cat jumping on your uh, your table? Uh, no, that was me finishing my coffee. Okay. Um, uh, singer Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm um, uh, has been saying, most of the bands you know and love won't make it out of this pandemic. What do you guys think yep. about that? That's the I, feeling I'm getting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but... I don't know. The, the, the feeling about that is, is, is interesting because it's sort of a, um, what's going to stop them from coming back? Like everybody might have to go out and get different jobs or try and get through it, but like your skills aren't going away. You're, you're, you know, maybe you can't write as much and you can't devote to devote it to a full time, but like being a musician is not something that like, you can say like, I don't, I, I want to retire. I want to get out of it. But like when it's well, back these- up, I feel like, I feel like that's sort of a, like, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but it's not going to go away. I think, I think a lot of bands will though. Cause a lot of bands sustain off of just recording and then going on tour. Like, uh, you know, there's yeah. a, there's a, there, and that's how they make their living. So now it's like when that's cut off, 
to like just pick up and try, you know, like, you know, they're going to have to figure out a new way of, uh, you know, having an income. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's and then once it gets back going, it's not going to be, you know, ska bands. They're out. Yes. There's too many members. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, not, yeah. it's not a sustainable business model. No. It's, yeah. It, it, every music is going to be like folk music for a while where it's just like one guy and maybe living room shows or whatever they can hustle. Like it's just, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be real strip stripped down, which is, uh, which is interesting. It's yeah. Uh, polyphonic spree spree is fucked. Um, yeah. Um, are they even, are they even, I don't think they've been a band outside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, I I don't trust anybody in robes these days. (laughs) Um, the, uh, uh, the thing about too, is like, in, I, I saw that Moranzio Vance, who is a comic, he did, a you know, uh, meltdown a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to do a show in a socially distanced comedy club in Arizona. I think I saw, hmm. and like, you know, it's, uh, they're going to like spread people out. So they're going to have less people in there. I just don't know if that's even sustainable. Yeah. The, the problem is, is like venues and, and all these things, even the, the best ones are, were kind of scraping by. Um, and, and that whole thing about like selling tickets, it's like it, the, when you go, you want to sell out, but when selling out has been reduced to literally a quarter of what it was before, nobody's making money off that. Like you can't readjust everything. There's no business that can get by on a quarter unless the prices go huge. Like unless and it's like a comedy club was yeah. already really expensive, but like, yeah. And then you just in time for no one to have any money either. Yeah. It's just, it's such a weird thing where it's sort of like, yeah, you, I mean, yes, you could go see you two at the Hollywood bowl and socially distance it and it would work, but you two would make like five grand out of that. And they're not going to want to yeah. do that. And bands that yeah. want that would play a, a gig for five grand and be happy about it aren't going to get back booked into the Hollywood Bowl. It's just like it's such a mm-hmm. it's such a weird weird time that we're in. Um, for sure, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Live entertainment is going to really take a hit uh, for sure. Um, someone I'll probably never see live, uh, Lana Del Rey. Uh, she just announced a new LP. Um, and she uh, also plans to pen um, uh, two new poetry books uh, uh, called "Some of My Feelings." Just Ooh, some of them, bully. Yes, just some of them. Uh, but um, you know, she's uh, she's kind of getting a lot of flack uh, because um, you know uh, she she wrote with all the uh, cash. Are you moving stuff around? Like what is like? Are you organizing your kitchen no. while you're while we're recording? No, I'm sorry if that if that it sounds like that. <laughs> just uh, I just wasn't. Neil's being very good. Neil's being, being very great. good and quiet. Yeah, I'm just I'm I get hypnotized by the little waveforms. Yeah. <laughs> Cash, you live in the the mean streets, man. Yeah, you mute yourself I, because of the, the siren. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I it might be a little loud for sex. So I'm going to mute myself. No, I didn't. Anyway, I'm just having fun with my friends. No, I meant the siren. Uh, 
yeah. hanging out with young friends. California's got sunshine. <laughs> Nothing else. So this forthcoming Lana Del Rey album, it's uh Oh. It's it's just the rest of the Sublime cover she did while recording that last one, right? It's just a full album of mm-hmm. Sublime stuff. Well, that was a while back. She since then she did the Norman fucking Rockwell album, of course. Um and but she's um she's vented uh, about the criticism she has received for her lyrics. Um uh, detailing her challenging relationships, quote unquote. Uh, and um, she says, with all the topics women are finally allowed to explore, I just want to say that over the last 10 years, I think it's pathetic that my minor lyrical exploration detailing my sometimes submissive or passive roles in my relationships has often made people say I've set women back hundreds of years. Um, she then goes on uh, to say, uh, she points out that other female artists like Ariana Grande and Beyonce have garnered with hits, hits with tracks about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking and cheating. Uh, but she's the one being uh, accused of glamorizing abuse. She says, I'm fed up with female writers and alt singers saying that I glamorize abuse when in reality, I'm just a glamorous person singing about the realities of what we all are now seeing as a very, are very prevalent abusive relationships all over the world. Um, there's a thing she does every time a new Lana Del Rey from the get-go has come out, people get angry at her. (laughs) I think, and I think she's like, it seems like she's like, she's, she's antagonistic that way. Like she, like every, every time something new comes out, people talk about how mad they are. Yeah. She, she's got the, it's, I think it's a thing. She's how old is she? She's, she started out really young, right? She like her first album when she was 19 or something like that. I think it's just, I think it's just kind of being in your twenties and like just reacting like that, where it's like you, you, you don't know how to take anything quietly. And so when you do take things, they, they sort of explode out of you, you add energy to it and then it becomes a thing. I think she's just, just young. So she's like, this is bullshit. These other things. And it's sort of like, you get to your thirties and you're like, yeah, it is bullshit. Just, just kind of the way everything else is like, it just, it, it, it fits the theme uh, just because it's, you know, you lose control of your music once it's out there and she's, not used to losing control of it. That's my take. This has been cash. Yeah. yeah. Hot take. Hot take cash. Um, she is, uh, the proceeds of the book, uh, sales are going to a native American foundation. Uh, so at least, at least she's keeping it American. Unlike the yeah. Wu-Tang clan, <laughs> man, what if the Wu-Tang clan had got really into native American is, Native American art and stuff like that. That would have been cool. <laughs> um, so here's here's something. Uh, Post Malone recently did uh, a Nirvana tribute show. I saw a little with Tra- Travis Barker on the Ooh. drums, and it's uh it's it's pretty good. It's making me want to check oh, out wow. Post Malone stuff for sure. Um, but it. It's uh and it's like it's a pretty good set list. Here's the set list he did. Um Francis Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle. He opens wow. with that. Um he does Drain You, Come As You Are, Lounge Act, which is one of my favorite uh Nirvana songs, School, Heart Shaped Box, Something in a Way, About a Girl, Stay Away, uh, Lithium Breed on a Plane, Very Ape, Territorial wow. Pissings, uh, and then and then ends it with uh in bloom. That, wow, yeah. some deep cuts there. 
Yeah, some, it's some pretty good deep cuts. It's funny because I was just talking to our friend uh, Emily Gordon, and she uh, saying she never got into Nirvana, and she only recently got into uh, Nirvana. And I, I I get that. She was a goth kid. It was probably too popular for yeah. her, you know? Um, but I made her like a quick little, uh, like, I'm like, oh, here are my favorite kind of, uh, you know, um, deep cut Nirvana stuff that I like a lot. And one of them is a... Is a uh, uh, Marigold. Did you ever yes. hear Marigold? It's like uh, it's one. Yeah, it's though it's it's like a B side off of In Utero that uh, Dave Grohl does. Uh, but but man, oh man. But oh, but here's the thing. Post Malone, pretty good voice for it. I remember a long time ago we played um, the guy from uh, Deer Tick uh, when he was singing with uh, uh, mm-hmm. Nirvana. But uh, I don't mind Post Malone. Uh, we got a we got a, a, a clip of one of the songs. Um, which one did I sing? Uh, stay away. Yeah, stay away. And his voice is pretty good. Let's play that a little bit. He's got that. He's got the scream. It's not. It's not the plaintive Kurt scream, but it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, it, it does edge close to um, like a little like yeah, but like he it, he backs it up enough from there to where it doesn't sound like any of those assholes yeah. from that era. Wow, that's. Uh, I will have to watch that that concert. I'm 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 down for a little uh, reimagined Nirvana. Although, I you know what I've never seen is. The it's muddy not- banks of the Wishkasha. That's a that was a I know it was a live album, but I think there was a concert video with that. Maybe I should watch that. Uh, well, there was a live and loud. Um, the muddy banks of the Wishka um, is a collection of a bunch of different uh, oh, live recordings. Um, yeah, and if you get the, I believe it's if you get it on vinyl, uh, it's a, it's a two it's a two LP set, and the songs take up uh, the first three sides. But on the, uh, the you know the uh, D side of the second record, it's um it's a ton of uh, basically it's almost just like a stand up album of Chris Novoselic, uh, just like fucking with people from the stage. And it's really, cool. really fucking funny. I got, I got to try and find that, see if those are around anywhere digitally. Cause it's just like, it's just him like being weird and funny on stage the whole time. That's, that's awesome. I gotta, nice. I gotta check that out. Um, so yeah. we are about half an hour in, uh, Jonah, what do you think about us, uh, doing a little break and maybe playing idols, uh, Mr. Motivator? That sounds good to me, but I also did want to say that Dave Grohl did. Hello, yes. I wanted to say that Dave Grohl. Oh God! Uh, You don't 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 hear my. All right, I say we do. Well, here is a little uh, little word from us on some of your private moments, and then uh, Mr. Motivator by Idols. See you on the other side. 
Hey guys, it's Cash. We're going to be hitting idols uh, in just one second. But uh, first, I want to talk to you about BlueChew.com. If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. At BlueChew.com, you can get the first chewables with the active ingredients, solidinophil and telatophil, which are the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredients that is best for you. And chewables can work faster. The chewables from BlueChew.com. Chew.com can be taken on a full or empty stomach. Online physician consult is free, so it is cheaper than those other two. And it only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed only online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at a pharmacy. Ships directly to your door in discreet packaging. The chewables from BlueChew.com are made in the USA. And BlueChew.com Gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Jonah. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code Jonah.
Do you hear me now? I hear you. Interesting stuff. Uh, anyway, that was Idols. Uh, they just dropped that new single. One of my new favorite bands. I just love them so much. Uh, there's their, That was Mr. Motivator. Um, and they, they are this so, like, they're a very positive force and they're very aggressive, but they're also like, um, they they can kind of show that you can be like like macho and tough with your music and and still you know you don't have to be a like a jock dick about it was that <laughs> did they close out with a tribute to the rob schneider from uh uh adam sandler movies just you can do it over and over and over again it's possible it's a, it's a they mentioned cliches in the song a bunch so mm. it's possible yeah very motivating uh, Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, guys, I think it's a good time to get back into music news. Music, music, news, these news, news. Um, it's yeah, such a wet dick version of well, that song. Sebastian, what do you want? I'm getting rid of it. I'll get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> no one Sebastian. Uh, yeah, remember last week when he, he told doesn't. us who? who <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. All right. There's m- musicals. Um. Uh, guys, if you were to think about who would try to sue Kiss, Kiss Ice Cube. Who would try to sue Ice Cube? All right. Well, that's no, it's not Kiss. Song. The Estate of Easy E. The Estate of Easy E. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Let's. Uh, what about in the world of uh, television? Who would try and sue Ice Cube oh, rapper after Ice Cube? Um, Ice T. <laughs> On TV. <laughs> it, it was Mister Rogers. No way. Yes. Ice Cube's um, America's, America Kukukas, uh Most Wanted recently turned 30. And in celebration, the rapper slash actor had a digital listening party on Instagram Live to commemorate the event. Uh, in it, he revealed um, that uh, Mr. Rogers tried to sue him for a gangsta's fairy tale. Um, this is what he says. Uh, I actually wrote this for Easy e but y'all know what it is. We weren't getting down at the time, so I had to take it myself. It's a trip because off this song, Mr. Rogers sued us. He was mad because we had the Mr. Rogers theme at the beginning of this shit. It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood and all that. Uh, that guy sued us and was getting like five cents a record until we took that part <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder how much Mr. Rogers That's wild. made off that. Yeah, God, I would love to know how much. Yeah. He probably just gave it away. I just gave it all away. Mm-hmm. Um, Spent it on puppets. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spent it on. He he was uh he was actually uh funding the free hugs people. <laughs> uh, 
Well, let's just say that uh, Charlie that goes to Make Believe Land uh, got some new rims. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, um, performing to uh, um, things that aren't human, Neil Young recently did a uh, one of his uh, fireside sessions outdoors, and he just performed to his animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I bet they just put a camera out there i guess you got you wanna you know. yeah but he, he did uh he did tumbleweed homegrown harvest old man everybody knows this is nowhere and war of man um <laughs> i i, I love the, yeah. I love the idea of chicken. him singing old man uh take a look at my life i'm a lot like you to a fucking mule in the background <laughs> man he should do one where he's just staring in a mirror singing that song old man look at me life I'm a lot like I am what kind of animals does he have uh, from the picture of uh, the still from the the stream um, which, which he's calling barnyard sessions um, he uh yeah, it looked like uh, he got some chickens. I can't see any, any other animals out there, but um, uh, there was also horses, llamas, and an alpaca. Wow. Yeah. Llamas and alpacas. Yes. Yeah. Alpacas. We're going to take that again, Neil. Uh, don't worry. We'll edit out the stumble. Uh, and uh, yeah, they also had uh, alpacas. Yeah, alpacas and. Oh, sorry. No, you know what? You, you know what? I, I messed that up. So that's on me. Cash three, two. Uh, yeah, he was uh, surrounded by horses, uh, alpacas, and llamas. Hey! Llamas del Rey. <laughs> it's my favorite dish. <laughs> um, uh, llamas uh, or no alpacas? Uh, central uh, central uh, plot point uh, in. Uh, in that new Nick Cage movie um, that Rich Staley um, made, uh, oh. Color Out of Space. It's uh, like there's a, um, they're on a farm and there's alpacas and there's a lot of choice lines from Nick Cage and peak Nick Cage going like just screaming about it. It's like, it's like you got to put the alpacas back in. What about the alpacas? What are you? What do you do with an alpaca? No, I, you don't eat them. Right? I think I think they, you, you, you shave them. They're like sheep. They're that kind of animal. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Alpaca fur. Oh right, yeah. An American gangster. He has an alpaca uh, carpet. Yeah. Neil, what? Uh, Fun what fact. What, mo- what movies? Uh, shit. What? Yeah. What terrible movies? I watched. Did I watch uh, I watched oh, Charlie's that's... Angels Full Throttle. <laughs> the first one's so good. That one's terrible. Um, fuck, what else? Um, actually, I, I mostly just caught up on TV. I, I hadn't seen um, uh, like Jesus and Miro and oh, what, what We Do, we do in the Shadows. Shadows is so good. So this that's what I watched. Yeah. This I mean, it's always good. But like that, that, uh, yeah. The Colin Robertson episode, which is the last one I watched, was was just brilliant. That's great. Yeah, um, I uh, I me and D watched the first season of uh, The Leftovers, which is uh, oddly comforting. 
because you know it's about a bunch of people like trying to you know um go live their lives mm-hmm. after a crazy event in the world yeah um that was the funny thing about like the early um speculations about how many people would die from uh coronavirus was uh <laughs> it's like two they said two percent and they're like people are going it's only two percent of the population of the earth it's not that much and then someone was like motherfucker that's the whole idea of the of the show the leftovers yeah. which drove people yeah. crazy <laughs> Um, but I, I watched that. I've been watching um, uh, the the Great on Hulu is amazing. It's the same writer as a uh, oh, favorite okay. that last Yorgos Lathamos movie. It's so oh, funny. It's it's so fucking funny. It's so great. I really really like. I it. am uh, strictly watching stuff that my wife would uh, is not interested in. So it's like nothing but like science fiction uh, TV shows like The Expanse, which is great, but. Um, like just getting out. I'm gonna watch some dumb violent movies. I'm gonna watch some dumb comedies. Um, that that's that's my list for today. Is is just like stuff that my wife would sigh and go like, I'm I'm gonna go in the other room. Uh, when I would put it on. That's that's what I'm watching today. Nice. We watch uh, D and I like uh, we turned on Shutter and um. What do you call it? Was just starting. Uh, uh, I know what you did last summer, and it's uh, uh, the. I never realized this mm-hmm. at the time. I haven't seen it since the theater. Um, but the open the opening song, um, is a uh, typo negative cover of "Summer Breeze" <laughs> by Seals and Crofts. <laughs> oh, rap metal was so full of possibilities at the time. How about that? <laughs> hey we should do uh, uh, um, let's do uh, one more song and then we'll come back and uh, finish it out um, did you want to set up this Whitmer thing uh, sure uh, okay um, uh, Whitmer Thomas is an amazing comedian and he uh, recently did an HBO special called The Golden One uh, I highly recommend it. It's uh, produced by Bo Burnham. It's uh, uh, through A24, and it's uh, it's got a lot of funny music and a lot of great sad stories about his mom and his life, um, and a ton of great jokes. And um, he filmed it like like in the same venue that his mom and her twin sister oh, wow. used to play shows um, back where, where he's from in Alabama. And um, it was directed by Clay Tatum, uh, who was part of the the Power Violence. Uh, and also, um, Whitmer Thomas, for those uh, who might remember, like he played uh, with me and Mark Hoppus uh, when we did the uh, the Snake Plissken and the I Thought You Were Dead's. Um, but anyway, so he uh, he has that special. It's on HBO. You can watch it right now. It's really great. Um, and uh, it's also the, the songs from that uh, special are on uh, were put out uh, as an album through Hardly Art Records, which is a su- subsidiary of Sub Pop Records. And so we're going to play a uh, one of the uh, songs from one of the best songs from that uh, that one. So here's Whitmer Thomas from the Golden One.
All right, that was hurts uh, to be alive. Thomas, um, and that's a that's hurts to be alive off the golden one. A really fun, really fun record uh, and great special. I highly recommend uh, watching it. Also, the new Maria Bamford special, awesome. one of She's her best. Done nothing uh, ever, but good I'd work. Say. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, uh, but yeah, I guess that's it for the show. Uh, Cash, no, do you have anything? I'm, I'm you good. I hope everybody's doing all right there. Um, I hope that if you uh, need shaving or uh, erections, you come to us um, and our affiliated sponsors. I hope that Neil's doing all right. Neil, you doing all right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just sick of Neil this. needs a new couch. Sick of this couch. Anybody out there? Rearrange your furniture. You know, I was reading Apartment Therapy, and they said it's very helpful if you rearrange you your know, furniture. Take, it's like take taking a vacation in your own That's home. not a bad idea. Um, oh. What sarcasm? I'm sorry, I had the sarcasm uh, filter on. Uh, we're going to have to redo this uh, sincere. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Uh, oh, no. So yeah, yeah, no, going, going back. I'll see if I can get everybody uh, who guessed it on. Uh, to to come, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we had Whitmer on the show once. That was that was during the dark days when we we, we, we don't uh, retain memories of. Uh, we, we should have them on. Um, but, uh, also, uh, just to let everybody know if you, uh, if you go to spin.com, uh, I have, uh, I wrote an article. I'm going to start having like a monthly column there. And I uh, wrote a story, uh, about my experiences going on tour with Dios Malos and opening up and embarrassing myself, uh, in front of uh, the singer oh, of the sorry. Walkman. Uh, and, so that's and, out there on spin right uh, now. Um, I have a question about that because yeah, you, one. at one point, you know what? Let, we'll let people read it. I'll ask my question later because there's uh, you tell a story that I want to ask questions about, but uh, we'll let, we'll let people read it uh, and I can ask it. I'll make a note. 
Um, okay. All right. Um, but then, uh, yeah. So uh, there's that. That's out there. And then, um, yeah. Just uh, you got a Fangoria story too, right? Yeah, that, that, that I'm gonna have a um a art uh, like a little story in the uh in the next uh, issue of Fangoria. I think it's number eight, six or eight, whatever, whichever the next Fangoria is. Uh, that's awesome. I wrote an article for the next two issues actually. Uh, so that's that should be fine. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, oh, and then uh, go watch uh Kumail's uh, new movie. Uh, it's gonna be out today that's on uh on Netflix. The Love, Love Birds. Yeah, so check out check out Kumail's new movie. Oh, Michael uh, Showalter, directed by the, Michael Showalter. Uh, reuniting with the director of uh, his his last huge yeah. movie. So this will be another one. Um, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, uh, guys, that's, uh, that's it, it was it. the real uh, winner of this. To Neil's hat. Oh, uh, someday right. you're gonna be able to take that baby yeah. outside, buddy. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Um, oh, and we're going to end with a new, a new single that um, uh, Sad 13, Sadie, um, uh, has put out. Uh, it's really great. It's, a, it's one of her uh, Adult Swim singles. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, she's, of course, from the band Speedy Ortiz. She had a great solo record, uh, Sad 13, which is her solo uh, name. But uh, uh, here's that song from there. Thank you Sorry so much for, for tuning in. Sorry for the first episode. Generate. See you next week. Yay.